Ah. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. 448 here in the Kiva. On AM 600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. D-Down Muska here. And we were talking about the four horsemen of the, uh, the apocalypse. We've got COVID-19. we got Black Lives Matter. We have natural disasters. And, well, really the biggest harbinger of an economic fallout because... Just think of all the dependency, right? You, you look at the dependency and the number of, uh, you call it a staple, right? What what travels, what pushes things from here into is oil. And without oil, or New Mexico doesn't exist. 45% of our state uh, budget right there for you uh, coming directly from our oil companies in southern New Mexico. And uh, they went negative, sub-zero, if you will. They have $36, $37 on the futures for mm. July and August, and we've seen the collapse of oil happening. And, uh, well, then you see Venezuela, which many people have said should be the richest country in the entire world based upon their uh, oil reserves. But we're looking at a collapsing economy all around the rest of New Mexico, and it's not have anything to do whatsoever with uh, COVID-19 because right now oil should be at the very top. Unfortunately, People don't remember Saudi Arabia and Russia, what they were doing. Oh, incidentally, uh, Rudy, speaking of numbers, uh, yes. over 15,200 people listening at uh, 220 people online. So See, that is amazing. Just I wanted to put that out there for you because I know you, you, you track the stats. But uh, Power of the Future and uh, has been covering the fallout from all this. Larry Barron, he has our show on Saturday with Power of the Future, but... What's happening in the oil markets and the oil companies? We're seeing some record results coming from BP and other companies reporting record losses. Doubt. Yeah, I mean, three three stories today that kind of tell you all you need to know about the state of, of an industry that is so vital to, to New Mexico. You know, that old line, dance with the girl who brung you. You know, we, we, New Mexico has come through uh, so much Failure to build an economy. Oil has. We've come to rely so much on our petroleum economy. The fracking revolution. That money comes soaring in. People like Michelle Lujan Grisham love to spend it. It's getting uh, turned in the other direction for us here in New Mexico. Uh, we already had our Bloomfield refinery closed. Refinery in Gallup. Uh, this is a good, really good report by KRQE yesterday. Shutting down for good. Uh, run by Marathon. They've got over 200 employees there in Gallup. They are going to be closing down by the end of the year. 200 plus people laid off. Listen to the poor mayor there. Uh, I've been in office exactly 90 days, and in the 90 days, it seems like the whole world is turned upside down. we got a virus, we don't know how to handle, the economy is tanked, and our tourism in Gallup is gone. Now they're dealing with one of their major employers uh, disappearing. And it's got to be their largest. Uh, how, outside of government, yeah. Um, we're down to one refinery in Artesia. And, Eddie, I've written about this for years, and it's interesting because the oil guys have gotten back to me on this. New Mexico, with the oil res- the resource base we have here, we should be a major refining state the way Texas is. Mm-hmm. We could be refining our oil that we produce within the state. We could be exporting it to, say, a booming state like Utah or Colorado or Arizona. Even if the economy here is stinks, we could be exporting you know, to other states uh, our refined products, and we are actually losing refineries instead of adding refineries. I guarantee you Right to Work has a, has a major role in that. On top of that, the national picture will go from the state to the national picture uh, in May, this is the U.S. federal government, uh, U.S. Energy Information Administration, great group of people. They track all the energy statistics. I've been dealing with them for years. You can always trust them. Largest monthly decrease since they began examining uh, our oil production in our country. In May 2020, we dropped by 1.99 million barrels per day. Again, that's in May 2020. The largest monthly decrease since 
Carter was in office. Wow. It has surpassed the previous record drop in 2008 when we had double hurricanes, Gustav and Ike. And it is the, now listen to this, the sixth consecutive monthly decrease. This means that we, things were starting to kind of taper off even before the Rona came along. So we've had six February, consecutive February monthly through July. decreases in crude oil production in this country. And the majors, like BP, like Chevron, are taking it uh, in the back seat, folks. BL, uh, BP. Yeah, th- this is, uh, it, hold on to your hats. And if you think that all these things that are happening at once, just because it hasn't impacted other markets, it's coming, folks. Oh, absolutely. We're preparing you. We're letting you know it's going to impact Every part of the economy. Be prepared because oh, watch BP drop how much? Uh, cut its dividend for the first time in a decade. It had one of its worst quarters, the second quarter ever. Uh, all of the world's biggest oil companies have reported losses in the second quarter. Chevron uh, uh, posted a really, really big loss. What we're looking at here, think, think about the future. Travel is going to be down. I'm trying. I'm trying. Tourism, tourism is going to be down. People are afraid of the Rona or their, their facilities are closed down. We're working more at home. We're not driving as much, okay? So internationally, demand for oil dropping off significantly. Arguably the most important industry in the state of New Mexico. They love In Santa Fe, they love to spend that oil money. They denounce the oil industry, yeah, but they no, love spending the no money. No fracking. Let's put a moratorium on fracking for four years. Do you see Lopez? the New Mexico budget situation improving as long as we are producing less oil and it's being sold for less money? Uh, maybe we need to economize in our state, and maybe we need to open up our economy with free market policy solutions to uh, diversify our economy. Uh, and we're going to hear the same old, same old uh, up in up in Santa Fe. But again, this, I don't want to be a scaremonger, but this is some scary wait, wait, stuff. Wait, wait, wait. This is factual. This All just factual. happened. This isn't trying to scare. This is reporting. Yep. $17.7 billion in losses from, uh, from BP yep. is unheard of. Yep. And you're looking at the way that the entire markets around the world are setting up without the uh, invisible hand of Putin and the Saudi Arabia, what's happening. When you have crude oil decreasing overall by 2 million barrels a day, the largest decrease, which you said since, what did you say, January of 1980? That was the Carter era, January 1980. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And if you don't think <laughs> that those losses in Gallup and other places, now you say we have one refinery in Artesia, one Artesia. right yep. now, this is uh, all we have left. Folks, there is nowhere else to go at this point. It couldn't get worse than it is right now. It oh, really cannot. Think about President Biden's energy plan. Oh, Maybe it could get worse. Well, <laughs> Green and, New and, Deal. And yeah. this is, now, we've talked with Larry Barron's about this. Sure. When you look at renewables, when you look at wind, when you look at solar, when you look at, you know what they contribute to the overall state budget? Minuscule. 0.01%. That's not about 0.1%. That's not 1%. That's 0.01% to the overall state government coffers. This will completely and totally decimate our state, especially when we're dependent to the tune of 36% on jobs that go here to the state of New Mexico, and 45% for the revenue that comes from, where else? Oil and gas. 550, 500. Let me hit a bunch of uh, text uh, to get the nice job, uh, Dowd. Let me get a, a bunch of uh, text to hit the uh, top of the hour. Eddie, 15,200 people listening, plus one, me, thank you. Uh, Donald Trump says, did you see the photo President Trump signed for you? He even included a personal message. They want me to donate. Uh, a friend told me. He moved to a new house and updated his address and voter registration. Voter registration came back at old address. 
can be used to throw out your vote since it doesn't match up with current addresses, and your mailing ballot will go to the wrong address. Now, folks, I want you to realize that that's by design, on purpose, and they have no problem defrauding you. They've already if if Tim Keller's not going to cash a ten million dollar check, if your government officials are going to lie to you about the coronavirus and pick winners and losers, and you will see to their power. And they'll make sure of it, right? Or they're going to go tell their mommy and daddy at the Supreme Court or the state auditor or the attorney general's office. Now, you don't think they're going to go ahead and uh, do a little sleight of hand with your voter registration? We've seen a lot of people who've registered and come back uh, misrepresented. This from the White House, Executive Order on Modernizing Influenza Vaccines in the United States to Promote National Security and Public Health. Boy, I don't like the the sound of that at all. Do you? Mm, we'll, We'll dig into that. Plandemic from the top, Brian says. Uh, Jason texted in, familiarity breeds contempt. Fish and families start to smell after three days. That's an old uh, Ben Franklin's Farmer's Almanac uh, reference. Look at these guys. That's why you only allowed me three days in in Angel Fire. (laughs) Oh, come on. No self-deprecating. We We don't do that here. Uh, Trump let the professional doctors, governors, and mayors run the nation. They did not get the job done, and now it's Trump time. He still has time. Trump has an army of red voters Waiting in November. I, I believe that. I That's the only hope I have at this point. That's the only hope I have. I and I, I've been. Uh, Maybe not enough, but a lot. <laughs> Kim texts in, who would live in New York City when you can work from home? I would, I would never live in New York City. consider the prestige. I don't consider it that. Yeah. Children whose parents are not capable will fall behind on homeschooling. No doubt about that. Uh, if you shoot me a YouTube, I have no idea what it is. I'm not going to look at it. Uh, unless you tell me what it is. A hurricane is the most normal thing to happen in 2020. Maybe a sign. <laughs> point. Wow, point. that is something. Uh, let's see. Sending MLG to Washington is not an option. Impeach MLG is the only option. Electing Biden will only give her a bigger stage. Boom. Somebody gets it. DC, you see, done all the research, do all the reading, um, and, and you just got to pay attention. That's really what this all uh, comes down to. 550-5500. I will get to your calls uh, in our second hour, we've got lots more to talk about. I do want to talk about the national economy, why gold prices are hitting an all-time high. You want to talk about things that are cataclysmic and where the economy is. You've never seen gold quite the way that it is. We'll be speaking with Greg Zanetti on Friday. Um, you've got the futures market for swapping financial contracts based upon gold. The market is electronic, and it's never been higher. Prices being quoted right now, never been higher. And then, of course, you got the uh, sort of cumbersome reports that are coming out about the $600 unemployment boost being gone. And these poor people have had all this time to gather all this money that they're not going to be getting any longer. Mm. Put that against the backdrop of Biden, Trump, which we'll probably talk about during our third hour. We'll talk about Rubio unloading on Biden and uh, uh, Miss Bass, I guess. Uh, you know, uh, Castro highest... lover. Yeah, she really, truly is. When She's we return... We're going to kick off our state hour. That's up next. Michelle Lujan Grisham. We didn't get to it yesterday, but we'll talk about how Lujan Grisham. And now she's putting it the adverse that most other governors have higher approval ratings on COVID-19 than Trump. Well, you know how that happens? They've got the liberal media in every state behind them. And we'll see how Ben Ray distanced himself from MLG.